Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, the final qualifying session of the year. And it was a fun one. We have lots to talk about and we'll talk all about that right now. Uh, firstly though, make sure you do like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Because we will have coverage of the race tomorrow as well as coverage of the Formula 2 which has already been so spicy. This weekend, we'll be covering all that uh, tomorrow. But let's get on to F1 qualifying. Before the session begins, uh, Red Bull looked to be struggling from what we saw in FP3. Both cars weren't really there, and they both had big setup changes just minutes before the start of the qualifying session. So Red Bull looked to be on the back foot at the start of qualifying. Uh, a few track limit breaches in Q1 uh, for Hulkenberg, Sargent and Joe. Uh, track evolution, huge here, as it has been pretty much everywhere this year. Track evolution has played a huge part in the story of qualifying, so it had to make an appearance here at the final race of the year. Uh, you can tell the track evolution is big because on Logan Sargent's second lap, he was one of the first guys to set a second lap, uh, he went fourth. He then had his time deleted due to track limits. At the end of Q1, uh, it was Gasly in 15th, so he made it through, but he was um, point zero, sorry, 0 0.440 off of P1, so very close uh, top 15, and that carried on throughout the uh, basically everyone who set a time. Logan Sargent would be 20th. He didn't set a time. Both his lap times were deleted due to track limits. And this does mean that Alex Albon has beaten Logan Sargent in every single qualifying session this year. 22-0, and 0, Alex Albon becoming the first person to do that since Max Verstappen did it to Alex Albon. In 19th was Zhou Guan Yu, who was 0 0.999 off of P1, so just less than a second across everyone who set a time in this qualifying session. Valtteri Bottas was 18th, Kevin Magnussen was 17th, then the big shock was Carlos Sainz, who went out in P16. And I say shock, but Sainz has looked awful all weekend. Of course, he had that big crash in FP2, so couldn't do any running there. But in FP3... Also, just wasn't setting the world on fire in any way. Didn't look fast at all. On the mediums, he looked okay. But on the softs, yes, no pace at all. So when he went out in Q1, I really wasn't massively surprised because he hasn't shown pace all weekend. Uh, into Q2, we have more track limits, this time for Nico Hulkenberg. But as we reached the end of the session, it was 15th for Daniel Ricciardo, 14th for Albon, Stroll in 13th, 12th for Ocon. Then for the second race weekend in a row, it is Lewis Hamilton knocked out in Q2 in P11, complaining that the, there was something wrong uh, with the car. He'll have a lot of ground to make up tomorrow. And of course, the big money prize of P2 in the constructors is still up for grabs. I think that's like a $10 million uh, prize fund between P2 and P3. And that's between um, Ferrari and um, Mercedes. So only one of each going into Q3. And as we go into Q3, uh, the top 10 after the first laps. So 10th was Gasly, Leclerc was struggling in 9th, Fernando Alonso was 8th, uh, Nico Hülkenberg in 7th, Yuki Tsunoda 6th, Sergio Perez 5th, George Russell 4th, Oscar Piastri 3rd, Lando Norris 2nd, and Max Verstappen on provisional pole position. 
Now, both McLarens were one of the first to set a uh, second fast lap time, and Lando Norris seemed to be struggling a lot. His first sector was very good, but as he went into the second sector, he was getting a lo- he was hitting a lot of curbs as he went round, and it just seemed like even though he was on new tyres, he had very little grip in uh, on the rear end of his car. The rear end poking out quite a bit, especially in the third sector as he went underneath uh, the uh, hotel. The back end just completely went across. Despite having a lot of pace, he really just couldn't massively control the car and was not able to set a faster lap time on his second lap. At the end of Q3, this is our top 10. So Pierre Gasly was 10th, but he is under investigation uh, for impeding, apparently. So that may be removed from him there. We've seen how harsh they can be on uh, impeding investigations uh, this season. Sergio Perez, only good enough for 9th. Now, he did have a faster lap time, but it got deleted due to track limits, so he will start 9th. Nico Hülkenberg showing once again how fantastic he is in qualifying in 8th place. Fernando Alonso is in 7th, his first Q3 appearance in Abu Dhabi since 2016. Yuki Tsunoda has a fantastic lap for P6 in the Alpha Tauri. Another constructors battle going on there between Alpha Tauri and Williams for I think it's P7 in the constructors. Alpha Tauri have brought a brand new floor uh, to this race to try and secure that. And also it's Franz Tost's uh, final race as team principal of that team. So it'll be good to have him have a good send-off here. Uh, Lando Norris, only good enough for fifth. Of course, I've said already about how he messed up that lap there. George Russell in fourth. Once again, uh, you know, I've been critical of Russell, uh, especially his race pace and things that he does in the race but I can't take away from George that the fact that he is pretty decent in qualifying and also when the Mercedes appears to be struggling a bit George seems to deal with it a lot better than uh, Lewis Hamilton does maybe that's due to the fact of all those years in the Williams dealing with troublesome cars but yeah when the when the Mercedes in, the, in a bit of trouble that's when Russell seems to shine he shined again here into P4 uh, Oscar Piastri uh, has a good uh, qualifying into P3, becoming the first ever teammate of Lando Norris to beat him in qualifying in Abu Dhabi. Although I do think if Norris had been able to keep that lap together, he probably would have beaten Piastri here, but he didn't, and Piastri beat Norris. Into P2 is Charles Leclerc, jumping from P9 to P2. This is his fourth front row in a row. So, you know, we all know how fantastic Charles Leclerc is at qualifying. I would say possibly the best qualifier on the grid today. But yeah, four front rows in a row for Charles Leclerc. Fantastic results for him there. Uh, And then Max Verstappen takes it P1. So those setup changes that they made just before Q1 proving dividends because uh, did not look good in FP3. Comes into Q3 pole position that Sergio Perez with a bit of work to do from P9 but this does set up a very fun race tomorrow I imagine Max Verstappen will still just go off and win but you know you've got the likes of Leclerc and Russell who are second and fourth they're fighting for that P2 and the constructors have to see what car science can do can he find any pace this weekend Lewis Hamilton definitely not out of it only starting from P11 so he's still in the mix there both McLarens looking quick. Lando Norris will be looking to right the wrong of this qualifying session. Alpha Tauri want to keep an eye on as well because I think they have more pace. So, yeah, some really interesting stuff going into the final.
final race of the year. Of course, the Constructors' and Drivers' Championships have been settled for quite a long time, but there is still uh, beef to be settled within those standings. Of course, P4 is being battled for by about four different people. So if you care about P4 in the Drivers' Championship, and why the hell wouldn't you? That is still up for grabs there. So lots of interesting stories going into tomorrow. And of course, I'll be here to talk about it with you lovely people this time tomorrow, right here on Stop and Go F1. So make sure you subscribe for that. Until then, though, have a good one. I'll see you tomorrow for the big finale. Goodbye.